Today is the 11th of February 2021, and now we have the opportunity to sit in meditation to cultivate our minds. Today is the Oposita day, the day that the monks recite the monastic code, the Padimoka. It's the new moon. And so we come together to chant, to listen to this recitation of our rule, uh, what we call the Vinaya. And that is what takes us, the path of practice that takes us out of suffering. So this Padimoka, we split that out, Pati means the uh, opening to a path, the, the beginning of a path. And mokang means freedom or liberation. And so this is the path that takes us to that freedom. So there are many ways we can travel in the world. And there are also paths that we can take in our minds as well. And if we don't have wisdom, then we'll get deluded or get lost and go along the wrong way. And it's our wrong views that take us along there. We may go along these paths of deprivation, may get involved in gambling, in uh, going out at night and drinking. And uh, these are the wrong ways, but something that it's quite easy for those with delusion to get involved with. But for those who can walk along the correct paths, it shows that they have some foundation in goodness, and they have moral integrity, their faith in the Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha. And maybe they haven't always had that faith. In the beginning, they were lacking it, uh, but they gained it later on. So we can say that they came in darkness, but they managed to find light. And some people have had faith from the very beginning, and uh, they're very fortunate. And so they come in this brightness, and uh, they have this faith, maintain it until the very end of their life. So they come in brightness and go in brightness, and go in goodness. Some people, however, may come in brightness, um, may have this faith initially, but over time their views change and they become lost. But the worst, however, is those who are born in delusion and have this main, maintain this delusion throughout their entire lives, their whole lives are dark. So they come in darkness and they go in darkness. But for us, whether we came in brightness or in darkness, um, it doesn't matter what we do is we try to go along the bright way so that we can leave this world in light. We found our lives in goodness and the teachings of the Buddha. And when we have this faith in the Buddha and we receive his instruction, then we try to put that into practice. We contemplate, just like how we chanted before, the ten recollections that a monk should go through constantly and that our lives depend upon others. So we should bring up a sense of contentment with what we get, uh, to be frugal, to be content with little. This is something that lay people can do as well, to bring up 
a feeling of contentment in the things that you have already. And not to compare what I have to what other people have. If we don't do this, then we won't suffer. So say if we have a car, and we see someone with a nicer car than us, if we don't compare the two, then we're happy. We're happy with what we have. And this brings joy into our lives. So the Buddha taught this, to be pleased with the things that we have. And it's not that we aren't allowed to be pleased about anything at all in our lives, but we have this pleasure over the things that we have already. But this requires wisdom, however, uh, to be able to do this. We need to train our minds. So the monks, the Sangha, we um, maintain our lives through the kindness, through the gifts of others. And this is something that we must contemplate a lot. That we are those who wish to attain to the Dhamma, to reach Nibbana. So we should always be contemplating, reflecting upon our virtue, upon our ways of practice, whether or not we can find fault with ourselves in terms of these things, whether others can find fault with us. And the other aspects of these ten recollections, um, lay people can do this as well. Contemplate that we have to be separated from all the things that we like and love. This the laity can also do to bring up effort in our practice, to train our minds, no matter what posture our body is in, to always have this object of meditation there, whether it's Buddha, Dhammo, Sangha, whether it's Kesa, Loma, Naka, Danta, Tacho, uh, that we should all try to maintain our meditation objects and bring up one of these mantras that we like, that our hearts easily be become inspired to get into a peaceful place that fill up our minds with joy. Or we can contemplate and recollect emptiness, that all things are empty, and this is taking Nibbana as this object of our practice. So we don't get caught on anything, we don't get stuck to anything. And this is appropriate for those who have wisdom, and you take this wisdom as the um, main pillar of the heart. So whether we're standing, walking, sitting, lying down, we try to develop this part, this path, and try to keep our mantra there with us. And in that way, we can both be working externally and internally at the same time. And we train our hearts in this way, so they reach a state of peace, coolness, and ease. But if we've never known what it's like to have a peaceful heart, if it's just been stirred up, um, then we don't know what that peace is like. We've never experienced it before. But it's when we practice so that we can meet that for ourselves, we know it, we've already tasted it, that's when we'll see clearly the benefits of a peaceful mind. We'll see its value. And just like perhaps if we live in a hot country, we may not see the value of firewood um, that can give us heat, that can give us light. And it's only when we go to a cold place, somewhere that is covered with snow, 
that we begin to really see the value of firewood, of a heater, of coal, that really does give us great benefit. Or conversely, if we're in a very hot place, then we'll see the benefit of coolness, of a cool wind blowing, of water that can relieve the heat of our bodies. And just like when monks go on Tudong, they go wandering, and they're walking through the, the whole day in the sun, getting very, very hot, and it's very thirsty, and all their water has run out. But if someone with kindness comes to offer them some water, they feel very refreshed. They see the benefits of that coolness, of that water. So if our minds have never known what this coolness is like, if they're always deluded, if they always have wrong view, um, then even though we may externally be in a very cool place, but our minds will be very stirred up, very agitated and hot. And if we find ourselves externally in a very hot place and there's no peace of heart, then we'll feel even hotter than before. However, if our minds have right view, and even if the weather's very hot, we can find the coolness of samadhi. Our minds can reach a sheltered, cool place. And if we find ourselves in a cold place, then the heart isn't hot. Uh, because it knows that nature is just this way. But if we don't know that, then we get thoroughly deluded. So therefore, this path of practice, that which takes us uh, to develop goodness, to develop virtue, is something that we all need to develop. And uh, the monks are firmly established in this path. We need to try to make ourselves firmly established in this path of practice that takes us out of suffering. And what helps is contemplating these ten recollections that we chanted before, um, something that we need to reflect reflect upon kama uh, constantly, that all beings follow the kama, the actions that they have produced, and to ask ourselves whether we have any special qualities in our hearts, and if we don't, then we need to seek them out. Because we all wish to abandon greed, hatred, and delusion. And why do we really need to put our efforts into this? It's because the days and the nights are constantly falling away, falling away. One day goes, one night goes, and our lives are steadily falling away as well. And this time, it never comes back, but the world always spins onwards. Now, if we don't uh, practice, then we'll go in darkness. And some people, they live their lives like this. They don't change, their whole life is lived in darkness. And uh, they don't get anywhere, they just stay stuck that same way their entire lives. But if we get the feeling that we are able to change, that we have the potential to make ourselves better, to cultivate goodness, what that shows is that we have a lot of merit in us already that we get this feeling that we can change, 
that our hearts can change, that we can follow this path of brightness, this path of light, which takes us to abandoning evil, to cultivating skillfulness, to purifying our minds. And this is this path, it's not easy to discover. Even the great uh, recluses who had got into very refined states of absorption, they weren't able to discover this path that leads out of suffering. And even though the Buddha passed into Phanonibbana 2,564 years ago, the Dhamma that he taught is still with us. We've have this opportunity to have met with this path. And what should we do now? What path then do we take? So we walk along this way. We really practice um, developing generosity, maintaining our sila, cultivating our minds. We have the opportunity to do this. For those who have ordained already, we should really try to stay on in the robes to endure. And some people have been a monk for four years or five years already. We should contemplate that death is steadily closing in on us. And if we see this clearly, then the hearts can settle into peace and they won't be stirred up. Really try to develop our meditation constantly, be chanting a lot. Really be focused on peace of heart. We see that all beings are in constants. They all have to change. That from birth, everyone steadily moves towards old age, sickness, and death. And really, there's not much, there's no essence. Um, there's no, not much meaning in that. But for those who have families, you can also practice as well. And if you're in the stage of your life where um, the duties that you have towards or with regards to looking after your children um, have lessened, that means that you have more opportunity now to practice. So try to find that opportunity, try to use that to develop your hearts, to always be meditating. And this kamatana, this meditation, it's something that's quite difficult because our desire to become lost in the world to become amused in frivolous things, is always tugging at our hearts. But for those who see the drawbacks in doing this already, um, they're able to bring up the sincerity to practice, to carry on without retreating, um, to really try to gain peace of mind. And then when we gain this, when we've already tasted it, then we know for ourselves that we can train this mind. And we know that if we don't train it, then we'll always be running after the sense impressions constantly. So we should bring up this firm intent to train the mind, to bring it to peace, to bring it to a state of inner coolness. And um, if we are, if we like to think a lot, um, then we use those thoughts to contemplate and um, contemplate in a way that allows the mind to be freed from its attachments. We see that if there's always a lot of thinking, then the mind will be in an agitated state. Uh, but if it's free from its attachments, then the mind becomes empty. 
But we do, however, need to train to reach this emptiness. If we just hang around, just stay as we are, then there's no way that we'll be able to meet that emptiness. Because this is really the highest level, um, the highest uh, quality is emptiness. But it's something that we need to develop ourselves to reach there. We also need to build up the energies that we have up in our powers, that of faith, of persistence, of mindfulness, of samadhi, of wisdom. We need to cultivate all of these. For the monks who have ordained already, um, it shows that there is that faith, that firm intention there. You really need to use that to practice, to chant a lot, to never retreat, to never give up, to not feel dejected. Um, because it's the kilesas that are always coming to try to pull us away. So we need to see the danger in them and be restrained, to have mindfulness. Um, no matter what posture we're in, we chant. We're always meditating. And if we can keep up these, or a mantra in our hearts, then the heart becomes peaceful. So like the reciting, care of the head, care of the body, nails, teeth, and skin, we carry on doing this until the mind settles into stillness. And when it gathers together like this, um, then we can contemplate into the nature of this body and see it as just being a bag of blood, a bag of pus, and all the different liquids there within it. And if that bag gets split in any place, then those liquids start to pour out. The blood starts flowing out, and maybe urine comes out. We can contemplate and see these things decay, go back to nature, and then they come back together again to form as a body, and we take it in terms of self, and then we see it decay once more and turn back into earth, into water. Then it comes back to form into a body again, and then we see it decay again. If we can keep on with this, then we can see clearly that really there's no me, there's no mind within that. In the beginning, however, we may not see things clearly in this way, so we have to use our faculty of memory. And to bring up these memories, that uh, this body is just a collection of elements, and uh, contemplate it in this way. There's no true self there. And do this so that the mind doesn't think about other things. It stays with this one object, and then it can settle into peace. And when samadhi arises, then we'll gain a clear understanding. Know that this really is the path that takes us out of suffering. And this knowledge uh, becomes crystal clear in our hearts. And then when we look back, over our practice, what we see is that it started from faith, that we have this faith, this faith in this path of practice, and then we endured. And if we just carry on like this, then one day we will need to attain to the Dhamma. It's something that we all can do. So may you all really be sincere in this. And uh, it's Chinese New Year soon, and so I wish all of you good luck. Um, good health, and may you all know the Dhamma, may you all walk this path of light, of brightness, until you see Nibbana clearly. <laughs>